Testing, testing. All right, cool. Sounds good. Let's get this thing rolling, man. Hello and welcome to the HVAC Apprentice Podcast. I am your host. My name is Lamont. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you so much for the interactions in the Facebook group. Thank you so much for everybody who's following me on Instagram at the HVAC Apprentice Podcast on Instagram, the HVAC Apprentice on Facebook for the Facebook group. Um, Thank you guys so much. So last time we talked we spoke about being a trusted advisor and uh i got some good feedback on that one man um i think that's extremely important for us to discuss because as i stated before we have to be able to put our customers at ease and put them in a position to where they don't feel like they're being taken advantage of and um once we can do that man i mean it's it's really nothing that we can it's really nothing that we can't get from somebody who actually trusts us. And with that, it comes a great sense of responsibility as well, because now you're in a position to where you can take advantage of an individual, but integrity character is not going to allow you to. And then that's really just going to add more to your value. So, um, I'll give you an example. I had a customer who actually called the office for me. Now, it's a funny thing. We we were um, servicing fireplaces about a year ago. And the reason why we stopped is we was because, I mean, our schedule just pretty much got slam packed with uh, no heat calls. And last year we did see that sometimes the fireplace calls or the gas logs calls were kind of taking away our availability to really get to our customers in time. Um, so the owners decided to just kind of get away from, you know, servicing fireplaces or even replacing fireplaces because a lot of times they became more hassle than what they are worth. Um, so this year we just decided not to do any fireplace, uh, calls, any gas law cleanings, any maintenances and all that. And we actually referred that, um, clientele basis to another company in, in the area. Uh, but one customer in particular, very nice, uh, very nice older lady, man. She's a sweet lady. Um, she's actually uh, in an area where my family grew up, so she kind of knows a few of my people pretty well. And um, she calls the company to, you know, try to get me out there to do uh, fireplace maintenance. And of course, you know, the the ladies in the office give her the um, information that we're not really doing it right now, and. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, see if he can call me back anyway because I have a question about my thermostat. <laughs> so she hangs up with one uh, uh, dispatcher, doesn't really hear anything back. Uh, so then she calls again and gets our main dispatcher. And uh, it was so funny because uh, <laughs> Savannah hits me up and she's like, hey, uh, Miss So and So is calling you. Uh, she's wanting you to actually just talk to you. She's wanting to talk to you about her thermostat. And, um, I had saw that she had messaged me on Facebook, but I just, I didn't have time to respond. 
and she uh, basically was asking me to do the work on the side. And I told Savannah, I said, hey, Savannah, um, she's actually wanting me to actually go out and, and service her fireplace. And she was like, well, she told me that she only wanted your, you know, your expertise on the thermostat. And uh, she says, uh, well, I'll put her on your schedule. Just give her a call, see what she wants. <laughs> so I call her. And the first thing she says was, I'm so glad I got you on the phone, Lamont. I'm sorry I had to lie to actually get you on the phone, but I needed you to come out here uh, because my fireplace isn't working. It's doing this, blah, blah, blah. And you were the only one I want to service it. And it was just it was hilarious because, uh, you know, like I said, becoming a trusted advisor, it it gets to the point where people will literally lie just to get you back in their house. (laughs) And because she knows that I'm going to do the right thing for her. Um, and it, the, the difference is I'm not greater than any of these other technicians, man. Um, I'm not a better people person than most people. Um, I'm definitely not better with my hands in regards to tools and being able to be creative and stuff like that. Cause I've seen some technicians, man, who are just amazing, uh, to be able to install certain things a certain way or be able to fix certain things. Like I'm literally just your average service tech, man. But the thing is, um, I don't, I love a challenge and I don't like to leave a call where I'm just leaving the customer hanging. So I do everything in my power that I possibly can to make sure that I get that customer up and running because it, it, it means something to me to be able to have a customer count on me to get the job done. I mean, they pay, they call me out here, they pay me to get the job done. That's what I'm there to do. And I hate to have ever left a customer in a position where they were when I got there. That's just not what I want to do. So with me, I take my time with calls. I take my time to learn the equipment, to learn the systems that I'm working on. I pull up the manuals. I read through the manuals uh, to make sure that I am doing things properly in the right way uh, to prevent callbacks and things of that nature. So I just thought it was hilarious that um, my customer called me just to get me out there, but she had a lot of dispatch to get them <laughs> to set me up on the call. And the good thing was, man, my, the company that I work for, that's what I said. I enjoy working for Worldlies, man, because um, I was able to, to just have Savannah still add me on that call. Even though we weren't doing the fireplace maintenances uh, this year, we were able to make an exception uh, for that customer to get me out there. So I, I went out there this morning and got everything done for her. And she was just ecstatic about it, man. And, um, it's amazing to have that level of respect from customers. Um, it's amazing to be able to be sought after. Even uh, when I leave a company, I've had customers actually call the company that I used to work for to get the information for the new company that I'm working at. And um, I always try to leave a company on good terms. I try not to ever leave a situation where um, I've created bad blood between me and another individual or me and another company because like I said, my reputation is very important to me, especially as a man. I, I want to be able to, um, I want people to be able to interpret me as one who, uh, does the best that he can, gives 110% of whatever he does, um, and keeps his word. So to me, that's important. Those are traditional male values that I stick to. Those are ones that, uh, keep me going and it keeps me successful. Um, so it, it helps me to be, the type of technician that I need to be for the customers and for the company and for myself, because at the end of the day, no matter who's paying me, no matter what job I'll go on, no matter who I'm working for, if I can't say to myself, Lamont, you did a good job today, there's a problem. 
And there have been times where I couldn't say that. And it caused me to, it actually lit a fire under me. Um, especially when I had another technician that I needed to actually come behind me and, and fix my mess. Um, that right there is, is just, it, it's not something that I like to happen because now I'm putting unnecessary stress and pressure on another technician to finish a job that I, I should have done. And, you know, that's, that's just my mindset going forward. Um, and it's, it's led me to the point of, uh, the point of where I am now. And it's put me in a position to be a leader in the field, to be, um, looked up to, to be a mentor. And like I said, I'm not the smartest technician out there. I don't know everything there is to know about a system. There are still concepts that I haven't even explored yet because for one, I didn't go to school for this. Um, and shout out to David Trainer, man. He had posted something on uh, the Facebook group a few weeks ago that shows you how to uh, read capacitance under a load. And with me not having, you know, any schooling, that really intrigued me. So now <laughs> I literally do that every call just to make sure I can get it, you know, in my head and get it right. And um, it's just things like that. You know, I, I learn on those guys. And David's only been in the field less than a year. So he taught me something. And when you're in a position to where you feel like you're too big to be taught anything, that's when you become stagnant. Because I've always learned that there is always someone who has greater knowledge than you. There is someone who has greater skill than you. There was someone who has a greater drive, more motivation, whatever it is. Um, so that means that if you ever feel like you've come to the place where you've arrived, you're, you're so far behind. It's ridiculous. And to be successful in this trade, what I had to do was literally latch myself on to a person that was successful. My first company that I worked for, which was one hour in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. I saw the top guy there uh, in regards to technical ability, in regards to diagnostics, um, in regards to people, the way he handled customers. And I told myself, you know, the whole jail saying that you pick the biggest guy in the jail and you knock him out. My thing is the biggest guy in the job. I'm going to get so close to him and ride his coattail so much that he's going to get tired of me because I know that to me, that to me is the fastest way for me to improve. Um, it's fine for me to hang out with the maintenance techs. It's fine for me to converse with the maintenance techs as a maintenance tech. But if my goal is to be a senior tech, if my goal is to help and mentor the younger techs, then I need to be under the wings of a senior tech. I need to be under the person that's going to help me mentor and guide the younger techs. And that's literally what I've done every single time I went to a company. And it's catapulted my ability to learn, to retain information, to be a value and asset to a company, because now I'm in a position where. I'm learning so much information. I'm, I'm literally a sponge at this point. I'm just soaking up as much as I can, because in my mind, if I can duplicate what the senior tech is doing, then that means I'm decreasing his workload, increasing my workload, which increases my ability to learn. And it increases, increases my ability to bring uh, money to the company. It increases my ability to uh, have a customer base who really relies and depends on me. Um, so every single time I've gone to a company, 
the number one guy was always my target. Uh, at one hour, it definitely it def- definitely was Jay. Jay was my guy. Uh, it was also Anthony Core, which he was the the main the main guy um, that taught me a lot. And Anthony was on, uh, I believe, it was episode seven. Um, at R.S. Andrews, it was Jeff Larrymore. Um, at uh, House Call Company, man, it was actually my buddy. Um, oh gosh. See, that's the other thing too, man. <laughs> I forget a lot because I have a lot of information in my head and what I what I feel my brain does is dumps information it doesn't need and keeps the information that it does so that it comes to the forefront. Um, and he's going to get he's going to get so pissed at me. It's, it's just hilarious. I can see his face in my I can see his face in my head right now. Um, and he's yeah, he's, he's going to be mad at me, but it's all good, man. Um, but anyway, I, I, I get to the guy that I need to learn from and I pick his brain. Um, I follow his tactics. I even buy the tools that he has, because if I have the tools that he has, that means I can do the job that he does efficiently and proficiently when he shows me how to do it. Um, this is extremely important, man, because now that means that you're going to have to take time out to invest in yourself, which is what we talked about before and invest in your future. So it's not just me, you know, listening to these guys while I'm working with them, because, you know, in reality, you really might not have a lot of time to work with these guys. So in, in the majority of the cases that I had, you know, I really had to go to my boss and was like, hey, can I ride with so and so for a couple days? Or can I even just have him come to one of my service calls or uh, get to the point where I actually have this guy's number in my phone and I'm calling him whenever I'm needing help or I'm just calling him to pick his brain. Or I'm just asking him certain questions. And uh, the thing with that is now I become the understudy and whether whether they want to admit it or not, a lot of guys like that, man, because now they're taking on a fatherly role or a mentorship role. For a person who really understands their value. And with me, I understood the value that these guys brought to the company. And I just wanted to duplicate that value because I knew that if I could duplicate it, my job is not to become better than them. But for one, I wanted to actually become uh, equal equal to them in the sense that I could handle the workload that they had. Because I understand as a leader, uh, since I've had other positions in different companies, I understand the role of a leader and I understand the burden that a leader has. And my thing was always if I could actually help lessen the load and put them in a position to where they don't have to work as hard. And they have someone like me that they can they can depend on, then I can definitely be that backbone, because if they're giving me the information that I need to help provide a roof over my head to help me grow so much faster in the trade then the least I could do is take what they give me, go home, study it and apply it to my calls the next day and see how it works. And, the, you know, nine times out of 10, they were able to give me information that I didn't understand before, but I was able to use uh, going forward, which helped me develop my own system of doing things. So 
me as a technician, I'm, I'm sort of a chameleon of the guys who actually mentored me and put me in a position to be where I am today. So there are certain traits that I got from Jay or certain traits that I got from Larry or certain traits that I got from, uh, you know, Walt. You know, it's just it's different things, certain things that I got from Anthony that I now pass down to other to other technicians. And it's, it's just awesome to be in a position where I'm helping those newer technicians get to where I was so much faster. Because let's face it, man, if we are working for a company that is making an impact on the community to the point where they're almost taking over a certain territory, that means that we can stay employed for a very long time. I don't know if, you know, we all have aspirations of, you know, business ownership or, or things of that nature. Um, but we still want to be gainfully employed in the trades. Uh, at one point in time, I actually had the idea of actually starting my own company. And then I looked at the amount of time and effort and, uh, you know, everything that it takes to do that. Um and I just, to me, I just don't want the stress. I enjoy what I'm doing as a service technician. I, I really love my job. Uh, I mean, that's why I'm doing this podcast because I want other technicians to be as fruitful as I was in the trade, fruitful as I am in the trade, and to be able to share the passion that I have for the trade. I think it's extremely important. I think the trades need good technicians. Uh, we've had so many uh, chuck in the trucks, uh, you know, mess up other customers equipment mess up customers reputations uh with the trade so now we have to be that generation that builds that trust back up and we don't want to be the ones who take advantage of a customer or a situation because now we have the tools to get the job done if we can build this trust back up we can actually help create an infrastructure that is cohesive for the whole of the environment the way things are doing, I mean, the way things are moving now, the way HVAC is moving, the way the trades are moving, uh, we have to be in a position to where we can keep up with technology and still supply jobs that need to happen because this is how the majority of us take care of our families. I don't want to be lost to a robot. So if we can put our, if we can put ourselves in a position to where we can duplicate ourselves to other people, something that, you know, machinery can't do. That's valuable. That's priceless. Um, so I, I want to thank you guys so much. Uh, I got to cut it short. My kids just got here. So, um, again, short episode, I will be back. We got some, uh, things going on personally. My wife and I will be moving within the next 30 days. So we just have to be uh, mindful of that. So I'm going to try to record as much as I can, but thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you so much for the support. I'll catch y'all next time.